And welcome to Technology Tap. I'm Professor J. Rod. On this episode, we're going to go over security plus questions, which we haven't done in a while. And more on Technology Tap Premium. Let's get to it. And welcome to this new episode of Technology Tap. As you all well know, my name is Professor J-Rod. Before we begin our Security Plus questions, let's do some housekeeping. One of the things I want to talk about today is, again, once again, te- Technology Tap Premium, which is a new service that I'm offering. And if you sign up by April 1st, you will be in the running for a vouch be eligible to win a voucher either a plus security plus or network plus the choice is yours uh, but you have to be a member for three months so april 1st is the deadline i'm going to be doing it like june 2nd something like that and i will pick randomly the winner so if you are the winner you will get a free voucher Another thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to put this on the show notes and on my website, ProfessorJRod.com. I'm going to put a survey to see if any of you guys would like to do a live question answers, right? Where you can ask me any questions about the exam, uh, any questions on any of CompTIA, a working interview, resumes, any of the different certifications. I'm going to put that. Maybe I'll do an Instagram or a Zoom session. I can send you guys the link. Put the link on my website. I tried to do this last summer. I got a couple of people. I got a couple of people. Um, I like to build more on that. So let me know if you're interested. We could do a, a couple of questions. You could tell me if you have any issues with CompTIA, like what what is it? that's holding you back from passing or what is it that you're scared of in order to take the exam we could do different stuff have a nice discussion among all because this community is all about empowerment and helping each other right encouraging each other and having each other pass so i've helped a lot of students over the years i helped one the other day she passed both a plus and she was so happy and you know she sent me a nice little note saying you know that i had a lot of confidence in her i knew she was gonna pass but she didn't have confidence in herself and a lot of times that's what it takes right you need confidence or someone to push you and saying to take it i got students who've been studying for the a plus for months and still don't want to take the exam Right? They feel like I'm not ready. But if you go over 500 questions and you feel like you're not ready, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. So 
um, you know, there has to be it's something that you were you're sometimes as humans we are our worst enemies, right? We are our worst enemies, so um, you have to be careful with that. Don't you know? Don't have your confidence sink solo. That you know you are going to end up not you know not having enough confidence to take the exam. All right. So I'll, I'll send that link. Uh, it's a survey. I'll send that survey. I'll put it either on the show notes or on my website. And you guys could decide. If I get enough votes, I'll do it. You know, either Instagram or maybe TikTok or something. Something that you kids like. All right. Let's go over Security Plus questions. Question number one. A company wants to simplify their certificate management process. The company has a single domain with several dozen subdomains, all of which are publicly accessible, accessible on the internet. Which of the following best describes the type of certificate the company should implement? A, subject alternative name, B, wildcard, C, self-signed, D, domain validation. I'll read the question again. Company wants to simplify the certificate management process. The company has a single domain with several dozen subdomains, all of which are publicly accessible on the internet. Which of the following best describes the type of certificate the company should implement? A. Subject alternative name. B. Wildcard. C. Self sign. D. Domain. Give you a couple of seconds to think of what the answer is. And then I will tell you myself what the answer is. And the answer is, it is B, wildcard. If you take a look, even something as simple as Google, right? Google has a lot of domains, right? It has, you know, Google uh, voice.google, mail.google, right? Classroom.google. And if you look at their certificate, if you go to uh, google.com, and you click on the little uh, the security icon, and you press on this, and then connection is secure, and the certificate is valid. You see, and you go to details. You see that Google has the wirecard.google.com because they have so many sites that are google.com, right? That you know, like I said, voice.google.com, mail.google.com, classroom.google.com. So they use the wildcard. So that's the answer. B wildcard. All right. Question number two. Question number two. Which of the following is an effective tool to stop or prevent the exfiltration of data from a network? A DLP. B NIDS or NIDS, C, TPM, or D, F, D, E. That's file uh, disk encryption. So which of the following is effective to, to stop or prevent the exfiltration of data from the network? DLP, that's data loss prevention. NIDS, uh, TPM, trusted platform module. 
and full disk encryption. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think of what the answer is. And the answer is A, data loss prevention. Make sure that the users do not send critical or sensitive information outside the corporate network. So the answer is A. All right, next question, question number three. And you could follow along professorjrod.com and I'll put the link in the show notes. Several attempts have been made to pick the door lock of a secure facility. As a result, the security engineer has been assigned to implement a stronger prevented access control. Which of the following will best complete the engineer's assignment? A, replacing the traditional key with RFID. B, installing and monitoring a camera-facing door. C, setting motion-sensing lights to eliminate the door on activity. And D, surround the properties with fencing and gate. I'm going to read the question. Several attempts have been made to pick the door lock of a secure facility. As a result, the security engineer has been assigned to implement a stronger prevented access control. Which of the following would, the, would best complete the engineer's assignment? A, replacing the traditional key with RFID key. B, installing and monitoring a camera facing the door. C, setting motion sensing lights to illuminate the door and the activity. Or D, surrounding the property with face fencing and gates. Well, what is it? That he's trying to do. What's the assignment? Right? He His assignment is implement a stronger preventive access control. And the key word there is access control. Right? Which one of these has to do with access control? Right? Which one of these has to do with access control? Well, it's A. Replacing the traditional key with an RFID key because then you can keep track of who's trying to get in or who's getting in and out, right? And you can give access to people who need it and deny access to people who don't need it. So the answer is A. Again, guys, it's like I've always said. The key to having this or doing very well in this is to read the question, right? And a lot of times there are clues in these questions, right? Uh, so that's our job is to read it and try to see where we can pick off the correct question, uh, the correct clue in the question. All right, next. Which of the following can be used by a monitoring tool to compare values and detect password leaks without providing the actual credentials? A, hashing, B, tokenization, C, masking, D, encryption. I'll read it again. Which of the following can be used by a monitoring tool to compare values and detect password leak? without providing the actual credentials. A, hashing, B, tokenization, C, masking, and D, encryption. 
I'll give you a couple of seconds to think of the answer. And the answer is hashing. Right? Because the hashing tool can identify a credential without actually knowing what the exact credential is. Right? Comparing the hashing of the local credentials with the hashing of the web credentials, right? You can tell if they match, then you're good. If they don't match, then you know something was compromised. So the answer is A, hashing. All right, next question. A user enters a username and password at the login screen for a web portal. A few seconds later, the following message appears on the screen. Please use a combination of numbers, special characters, and letters in the password field. Which of the following concepts does this message describe? A, password complexity. B, password reuse. C, password history. Or D, password age. A user enters a username and password at the login screen for a web portal. A few seconds later, the following message appears on the screen. Please use a combination of numbers, special characters, and letters in the password field. Which of the following describes, which of the following concepts did this message describe? Password complexity, password reuse, password history, or password age? And the answer is, I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it. The answer is, of course, this is an easy one. This one's not that hard, right? This is a softball, which CompTIA throws in there every now and then. Um, you know, this is kind of like either you know it or you don't know it. The answer is A, com uh, password complexity. The answer is A, password complexity. All right, next. Which of the following reasons, uh, which of the following is a reason to publish file hash uh, A to validate the integrity of the file B to verify if the software was digitally signed C to use hash as a software activation and D to use hash as a decryption passphrase which of the following is a reason to publish hash of files A to validate the integrity of the files to verify if the software was digitally assigned C to use hash as a software activation key and D to use hash as a decryption passphrase this is another one that's pretty easy right it's not a, if you know what a hash is you know what the answer is I'll give you a few seconds to think about it and the answer is survey says uh, a, to validate the integrity of the files, right? That's how, that's what you write. One thing to remember, hashing, which is whatever MD5 or SHA-256, is not encryption. It doesn't encrypt anything, right? It's just to verify the integrity of the, the files have been integrity uh, it remains intact. It is not an encryption. It doesn't encrypt anything. So know that, right? Because that's one of the first things that I learned during security. And it helps with a lot of questions because you see when they're talking about encryption and you see, you know, MD5 or SHA-256, 
you're like, well, that's not the answer because it's it's not that's not an encryption at all. Not encryption at all. So, all right. Before I do the final questions, listen. I also want to offer if anybody is out there who's listening to me and it's maybe it's a school because I know I have some teachers uh, who who and students who listen to me. Um, if you ever want me to come on, like via Zoom, and talk to the students, or if you have an organization that you want me to talk to, more than happy to do it for free. All you got to do is email me at professorjrod.com. I'll be happy to come along, talk about CompTIA, talk about my background, motivate your students to taking it, right? I mean, I came from nothing, and uh, I got to be honest, CompTIA uh, really, really helped me become, you know, successful, helped me get a job as a college professor, you know. So if you need your students to get motivated, send me an email. We can meet via Zoom. You can put me on the screen, and I'm more than happy to help you motivate the students by telling them my story. So I'm all for that. All right, last question. A company's auditing the manner in which its European customers' personal information is handled. Which of the following should the company consult? A, GDPR, B, ISO, C, NIST, D, PCI, DSS. I'll read it again. A company's auditing the manner in which the European customers' personal information is handled. Which of the following should the company consult? A, GDPR, which stands for General Data Protection Regulation. Uh, B, ISO, International Organization for Standardization. C, NIST, the National Institution Institute of Standards and Technology. Or D, PCI DSS, Payment Card Industry Data Security Standards. So which one we could eliminate right away? Eliminate D. Right, PCI DSS uh, is a security standard for organizations that handle credit cards for major card schemes. Right, uh, so now you're down to three. This is one of the things, if you know, you know, right? But you can kind of eliminate, you could probably eliminate NIST because this is a non regulatory US government agency, right? It doesn't have to do with Europeans. Uh, it's created to develop cybersecurity standards, guidelines, and best practice, and other resources to meet the needs of U.S. industry, federal agency, and the border public. So you're really left with GDR, GDPR, and ISO. And the answer is GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation, which is a regulation in the EU, in the European Union, that requires businesses to protect the customer's personal data and the privacy of EU citizens from transactions that occur within EU member states. So the answer is A, GDPR. And ISO is an independent non-government organization that develops standards to ensure quality, safety, and efficiency of product services and systems. So that's not the answer. So the answer is A, uh, GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation. All right, you can find all these questions 
on my website, uh, professorjraw.com. And I will, I'll put a link in the show notes. That way you can just click it and follow along. While you're listening to this or if you're walking, you, know, you take a walk and you can listen to this also. I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts when they're doing other things, so which is so cool. But like I said, um, two things. Let me remind you to wrap this up. Apply, uh, become a member of, of Technology Tap Premium for your chance to win a voucher, a CompTIA voucher. I will send it, you know, I'll pick out a name on June 2nd and I'll email you via email and then I'll send you, you tell me which kind of voucher you want and I will send you the voucher. Um, and also, if you need me to appear on a Zoom call, Right, I know some teachers listen to me, listen to this podcast. And I used to have students, uh, like a class, I think in Baltimore and in Colorado Springs, here in the U.S. Follow me, um, but you know, if you need me to talk talk to the class, you know, try to motivate them, tell them my story. Um, you know, I do this all the time for for my students here. You know, they like the story that I tell them about my life, and it motivates them. You know, I can tell them how it really is. I have 25 years as a tech. I can tell them the stories, the pitfalls of what not to do and what to do, and, you know, how do you get promoted and don't do the same things that I did, the same mistakes that I did. You know, do better than me, and you you know, be very successful. IT is a way to make money, guys. But, you know, this you, you there's certain things that you need to do in order to be super, super, super successful. So if you're not uh, doing it, uh, you know, it, it becomes a little difficult. But, you know, my range of experience and the many years that I worked and all the research that I've done, you know, I, I think I could be a good uh, motivator for you, your students, you know, your class, you know, I'm more than happy to pop in on a Zoom meeting anywhere, you know, doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in the States. It could be in Europe. I got a lot of Europe, especially England. I got a lot of listeners there. Australia, right? Doesn't matter. I'll make time. I'll pop in, you know, and, you know, we can have a nice discussion, half hour, 40 minutes about CompTIA and working in IT and all that, the pitfalls, and we can, you know, we can do a lot for your students. So hit me up, professorjrod.com if you want me to do something like that. All right, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Email me. My email is professorjrod at gmail.com. This has been a production of Little Chacha Productions, art by Sarah, music by Joker. I'm also on Instagram at professorjrod.com. 